Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. If you don't subscribe to the podcast, do us a favor. Make sure you do. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can subscribe to the show. You can also subscribe here on YouTube if you're watching us. Uh, just hit the subscription button and then hit the notifications bell. That way, anytime we go live or we have a new video, you will be notified. You can also follow us up on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can find us wherever you're hanging out in the digital interwebs. Uh, I am Scott Branson, your host, joined by my buddy Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. Make sure you subscribe to their podcast and also the YouTube channel. And then Evan Grote, host of Just Pod Baby. He's also a segment producer up on sportsnot.com. We're all joined here to talk about the Raiders, 49ers, the Raiders, of course, 37-34 losers in overtime to the 49ers, but so much positive to take away from this game. And I want to get into some of the key plays and players. And, of course, we'll start with the Jared Stidham numbers, 23 of 34, 365 yards, three touchdowns, and, of course, the two interceptions. No excuses, but I will tell you that last interception, Colton Miller, the Raiders' best offensive lineman, just got bullied by Bosa on that one. And so he ran into Stidham, which caused the ball to pop up in the air and it was picked off uh, to, to, in essence, end the game there. But an amazing performance. And I got to read these facts because I had to take some off the TV, which was, um, I mean, you look at the Raiders offense tonight, guys. They had not allowed points in the first two drives of any game this year. The Raiders did that. They had not allowed any points in the final two minutes of the game. They not only did that, but Jared Stidham in his first start led the Raiders down for a game-tying touchdown, which included one of the most unbelievable catches again by Devontae Adams that I've ever seen. Devontae Adams finishes with seven catches. Oh, just a buck 50, 153 yards and two touchdowns. 
Yeah, he doesn't need any change either, by the way. Um, and then Darren Waller, uh, three catches, 72 yards, some really big catches by, by him as well. The other thing with Stidham that came up towards the end of the game, uh, he is the first of two quarterbacks since 1950. 1950 with 350-plus passing yards and three touchdowns in his first career start. And actually, the last one to do it was Mike White of the Jets last year against the Cincinnati Bengals. So two very recent examples. But guys, uh, and Merv, I'll start with you again. I mean, listen, it's one game. Nobody's, nobody's, and I know you jokingly tw- tweeted out, give him his gold jacket. I think that's what you were talking about, right? Um, yeah. And, 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 and we're not saying that. And again, it, Jared Stidham gets an opportunity to show what he has. But man, I mean, him and watching Purdy on the other side, the, the start of his career that he's had as Mr. Irrelevant, it was just a great game to watch. But Jared Stidham and his poise, especially at the end of the game there, um, I really didn't feel nervous for him because I, I don't I didn't sense any nerves from him or any sense that he wasn't going to do what he wanted to do. Yeah, you know, it was interesting watching him. And, and like, uh, you know, Hawkeye famously said in Avengers Endgame, don't give me hope, you know? And like, we were watching, you know, just sit him out there tonight. Like, he was giving us hope. And like, and I and I don't know where this thing is going to go. We'll see how he follows it up on, the, on our next game against the Chiefs. But as of right now, it's hard to, to believe otherwise that there isn't a, a reason to be hopeful around him. And, you know, if even if the Raiders decide to make a different move uh, this offseason uh in the in the in the draft per se like there's been a lot of time because Raiders can go a multitude of different ways right you can stick with Stidham you can bring in a a Jimmy G or Mac uh you know Jones or or of course Tom um or they could do go in the draft and maybe they pull somebody like a Hendon Hooker later in in the draft or depending on where now that we've lost again like we're gonna get a pretty decent (laughs) draft so maybe we got but anyway so if that's the case then there's been a lot of discussion around the bridge right the bridge quarterback well As of right now, at a minimum, he looks like he's the bridge quarterback. So if he's the bridge quarterback, he's gonna mm. he's gonna have the role for at least you know a certain amount of time. And if he continues to ball out next year, well, he might end up being our starter for a while. So I don't know. So I, I think it's very interesting about where the direction is gonna go with Jared Stidham. But at a minimum, it was encouraging. Yeah, it sucked to lose. Like I mean, as fun as this game was, it was devastating to lose in, in, yeah. in the way that we did. I mean, it sure. really. Like, you know, again, because this is the most, I think, up we've been for a game in a hot minute because it felt like, you know, here we're out of it, but then all of a sudden things start lining up and it's like, you know, the Jets win and like or Jets lose, excuse me, and like things start happening. It's like, oh my gosh, we're back in this thing again. Again, we got hope and then pff, there it goes, right? But uh, <laughs> anyways, it was, it was, it was certainly uh, fun to watch. And I think at a, at a minimum, we know this, he's going to be part of our future going forward. And even if it's the case that he's a backup, like have, when was the last time you felt more confident in a backup, right? Right. Not Mariota, not Connor Cook, not Matt McGloin, not whatever, all the Matt's Schaub and everyone else that we've had, Flynn and whatever. Like, I think this is going to be the guy that's going to be a part of this, of, of this Raiders quarterback room for probably a considerable amount of time. Yeah, no question. And it's different, right? I mean, this thing's even if you were upset that Derek Carr, if you're in, in that side of the crowd and you're upset that Derek Carr was benched or you're upset how it was handled, how whatever your feelings might be on it, Evan, um, it was a new start. It's the first time in 10 years that the Raiders really are were looking at a clean slate at quarterback. And while that can feel uncomfortable, you don't know what you're going to get. There's also a sense of excitement around it because it feels different. It looks different. Um, I sensed and I don't know if you did too, Evan, I sensed a lot of energy, even though the defense was terrible at times, defense and offense, I sensed uh, uh, just a, an incredible amount of effort and energy 
even more so than I've seen over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and that was one of the things that uh, I tweeted that out during the game that, you know, I, I was very surprised with the effort that they were playing with because, you know, there was a, a very good chance that maybe some of these guys were going to, you know, throw the towel in. I mean, you don't you don't know how they're going to handle something like having their quarterback and their mm -hmm. captain, who obviously was well-liked in the locker room. You don't know how they're going to handle that. And and I think that that question was answered tonight. The, McDaniels absolutely has not lost that locker room. Those guys played very, very hard. They played inspired. Um, I, I saw as much effort today that I had that I have seen all season long. So that was mm -hmm. very good to see. Um, and and I think it, you know, I know some of the, the, the fans out there uh, still very unhappy with the decision that was made and McDaniels and his role in that. But he clearly has, you know, the pulse of this locker room and, and, and they're still playing hard for him. That's, you know, guaranteed that. Yeah, no question. And, and, and I mean, you look at the numbers, guys, some of these things, too. You saw the Raiders do things tonight that they were they were having trouble doing in the past on offense, no matter who's to blame for it. I mean, efficiency, third down efficiency has always been a problem tonight. Forty percent. Yeah, you still need to get a little better there. Um, fourth down, they only did the one, which is a risky call on the goal line. I was glad to see them do it. It was aggressive in the red zone, though. Fifty percent, two of four goal to go. They were sixty seven percent, two of three. That has been notoriously an awful stat for this team over the last four years. The fact that when they get to goal and go goal to go, they have not been able to really score. So you see that. So their average gain 7.6 yards and then Murph passing Jared Stidham. I mean, listen, 10.7 yards average per play that puts you in a much different position. Now the defense still struggled I, I was hard on Nate Hobbs online because he had a terrible night in my view. They had no pass rush without Chandler Jones there, so Max Crosby was doubled all the time, couldn't get inside. Um, but overall, they played better complementary football for four quarters. And, oh, by the way, they scored points in all four quarters. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 on the defensive side of the ball, yes, we, we had, an I would say, an off night. But when you're yeah. considering the offense that we went up against, and McCaffrey was just, I mean, that dude's a small <laughs> world. Um, but, I mean, considering all those things, they still created turnovers, right? Amik made it. I mean, Amik Robertson's becoming one of my favorite players in our secondary, if not our defense, um, just because of the scrappy nature that he plays with. And, mm -hmm. you know, when, when, he, when he got drafted, the emotion that he had uh, when, when he got drafted out of Louisiana Tech and – uh, you know, when the Raiders uh, post up those like, uh, you know, make the call kind of things where they get the call from Gruden and all that stuff, like the emotion, the passion and what we saw out of Amik Robertson from day one. And that's taken a little while for his his talent to kind of catch up and for him to get used to the speed of the NFL and all that. Kind of, but dude is dude's a baller. And I know he's undersized and but he just plays with such a big heart is that he's a dog, as the kids say. Right. Like he's awesome. And so 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 a lot of props and respect to him for making the plays that he did downfield. And, and yeah, this is I, I one of the terms I'm, I, I, I like to throw out there is that like you run out of talent. Like you only got yeah. so much talent. You only got so many linebackers. Like we'll confident coming through that door to save the day, right? To be an outside <laughs> linebacker. Like, you know what I mean? Like we we're, we're so depleted on defense in terms of injuries. Like, don't you think that like if Perryman and freaking Chandler Jones are on the field today, that that we're winning this football game? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things around the around this game where it was like one or two small moves. And and we're winning this football game. And it's the Niners are a really good football team. Really good so football like, team. 
so there's so much to be encouraged about. I would, I would and, and one more thing I'd like to touch on um, yeah. before I throw it back to you. I really want to compliment the Raiders on that body language. We talk about that on the show a lot about the about, about the body language between players, and we didn't know where this was going to go. We didn't, especially with like players like Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs and some of his comments that were taken this week, and people weren't know didn't know quite how to interpret them. The vibes were high. The, the boys were playing hard for each other and we're looking each other up. We saw it between Darren Waller and Devontae Adams, man. Like, I mean, they were absolutely hyping each other up and the, and the body language was fantastic. And that's a great sign. Again, no moral victories. And yeah, I know we're at this, this cost is, you know, the playoffs and all that stuff, but like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but now we have something to look forward to going into the next season. Yeah. I swear every year, I'm like, I'm not going to let the Raiders do this to me. I'm not going to get all freaking fired up in the off season. But <laughs> here we are. We're finishing strong. Like the, again, the vibes are up. The guys are playing hard for each other. Like they're supporting the coach. Like the things, things are executing. Like it's insane, man. And then one more last thing. And I promise I'll shut up. <laughs> those high vibes on the uh, and i think that's because even though that maybe some of those guys missed Derek, and then yeah. they wish things could have ended differently i say this like freaking bob sugar and jerry Maguire. it's not show friends it's show business when it comes down to it when you perform yeah. on the field and you're having a good game that's what counts this is their guy this is this is their job and so they they and it doesn't diminish how they may feel about Derek as a human being or anything otherwise but they're there right. to do their job and they have they're passionate about the sport and they let that take or take root and like that let that be the dominating factor in terms of their play. And I could be more proud of this football team in a freaking yeah. loss against an arch rival, could not be more proud of the Raiders. Yeah, no, and, and I think you say it said it really well, Murph, because I, I and that's why I said early on, um, you it's a loss, but it doesn't feel I mean, yeah, you hate to lose the 49ers as a fan. I understand that. But at the same time, so many things were, were going better than they have over the previous four weeks that you liked it. I mean, yeah, the defense struggled. But again, I, I, it's going to sound like I'm making excuses. And if you guys out there want to think I'm making excuses, go ahead. But the defense, with as depleted as they were, they have improved. Are they a good defense? No. But what they have done is you've seen improvement. That's all you can ask for when you're undermanned and you don't have the right people in the right places. You just look for improvement. And they improved enough. Did they do enough tonight to, to help this team win? Perhaps a couple things go the other way, and suddenly this Raiders team wins this game, and it's a huge upset over the 49ers. So I, I look at that, and I think, wow. And, and some of those narratives, that the offensive line, right, even though that last play is kind of what cost the Raiders the game, so to speak, um, they didn't give up a sack against the best defense in the NFL. They did not give up a sack. Now, the Raiders didn't get a sack either, so that didn't help us. But if you look at that situation, Evan, um, there's there, you're seeing better play in spots. It doesn't always mean wins, but at least you can start to see that, hey, when we criticize coaching, as we do on this show too. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Actually, some of the coaching is working because you're seeing guys that have no business being starters actually play better. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, we all know the, the goal is to win the game. And, yes. Um, yes. and, and that's what you're going to hear a lot of if you go on social media, they're going to, you know, you're going to hear well, the outcome was the same, regardless, and that's and they're going to be unhappy and, and people are going to complain and, and, and they should complain, but you have to put things in perspective. And we've talked about a lot of those things tonight, you had your starting quarterback who was very well liked in the locker room benched, there was a lot of controversy, a lot of drama in that locker room this week. And this team came out and played inspired football against a very good football team, the number one defense in the NFL, and the Raiders were depleted on defense. And we know they don't have a, def- a very good defense as it is. You take away a couple starters, and you know, you know, it, it's not going to go well. And, and you saw that at times tonight. It, they didn't mm-hmm. get to stop when they needed to late in game, late in the game. But again, I, I'm very, I'm with Murph. I'm very happy. <clears throat> excuse me with the effort that this team played with. And although it came in, in a losing you know, fashion, I think there is some stuff to, bu- uh, to build on you know, as you go into the final game of the season and then into the off season, hopefully they play well again next week. That'll really, you know, get, get the fan base excited. And hopefully it'll give so- something that for some of these players like Josh Jacobs, something to maybe consider. Maybe I do want to be here. Maybe Devonte Adams, some That's of those great people point. suggesting that, he may want to move on. Maybe it gives him something a little bit more to think about too, that, you know what, maybe it's not as bad as everyone's, you know, saying it is. And, and mm-hmm. you know, we're building towards something here and you got to have faith. Well, and if, if this kid Stidham can, can play like he has again, he, you don't know that he's an answer. Nobody's claiming that. I, I see some people out there. Oh, we found, no, not yet. Just hold on, hold your horses. But, but what you have found is a little spark. And you got two games left. Well, now one game left. And Murph, this is what I'd like to say, too, because, I mean, you look at how they played against this 49ers defense and an offense that had been on a roll uh, with Brandon Ayuk, who did well again tonight against the Raiders. Um, And they're facing the Chiefs at home to end the season next week. Okay, that's always a big game for Raider Nation. I feel like this team is going to have a much better opportunity. Yes, there's no playoffs. So this is your Super Bowl. You want to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going for a number one seed along with the Bills and the Bengals in the AFC. You want to ruin that. And I think that this team, the way they perform tonight, um, has a better opportunity to do that. I think they're going to walk into that building next week on a big high knowing that, yeah, we lost. But, man, toe-to-toe with the best defense in the NFL. And we went right down the field on them in the fourth quarter to tie the game to send it into overtime. Yeah, you know, regardless of how you feel about the outcome of the game, the optics were different tonight. And we can, you know, when we can all speculate and debate, you know, whether that's quarterback change, whether that's play calling, whether that's whatever, you can pick anything you want. But the bottom line is this, is that the eye test passed tonight. The optics were different. This team looked better tonight. Even without being a freaking film pro, you could just watch the game and realize that this was a different looking Raider team than what we've seen previously. So um, I got to think that the players recognize that as well. And when you see that, and when you do those things like what you just mentioned, that builds confidence and confidence is dangerous in football. Football is the most, the most emotional team sport there is. Emotion is dangerous when you got, when you got players that are confident and they're hyped for themselves and they know what they're capable of, not buying into their hype, but that they're confident in what they can do and they can execute on the field. And now there's evidence. It's not speculation anymore. Raider nation. Now we have evidence that this can work then we can take on a team like the Niners and take them down to the wire. We sure as heck can take care of the freaking stupid Chiefs. And yes, play spoiler. I think back to, and I, I think I've mentioned on the show before, one of my favorite 
moments in, in in Raider history is in 99 and even though we didn't even we didn't make the playoffs but we beat the Chiefs in the final game of the season and and rest in peace Daryl Russell walking off the field said yeah we going home but they going home and like <laughs> we're not gonna send them home but damn it we can freaking poop in their pop tarts you know what I'm saying like, we can freaking, like let's go Raiders man let's do this and I think they, they're confident they can get that done Oh my gosh, poop in their pop tarts, and I think that's I think that's where we have to leave it with Murph. Because I mean, how do you follow that up? I mean, that's that's phenomenal. I was just unbelievable. But Murph, before we let you go, and Evan and I continue with our last segment, um, tell everybody. I mean, listen. First of all, uh, Murph, I know you you go through the ups and downs as a fan, and it's tough. And and you always come on the show, and you always bring positivity. You also bring the critical lens as well. But tell everybody about. Uh, Raider Fan Radio, how they can follow you, when they can watch you, where they can hear you. I oh, appreciate that, Scott. Yeah, so you can find us each and every Wednesday night at uh, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. We go live at 4 p.m. Pacific or 7 p.m. Eastern, or you can find us on any podcast service that you like, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart. You can ask your internet-connected device uh, to play Raiders Fan Radio, and uh, and, you, and you can find our show. And um, anything that, that we uh, earn with Raiders Fan Radio, whether that's direct donations or anything else, goes to the nonprofit uh, that we formed, uh, which is called the One Nation Foundation, and we give all that money away to Raiders related charities and uh and so we appreciate you and even if you can't donate or you know buy merch or any of that kind of stuff or contribute monetarily all we ask is just give us a like give us a subscribe give us a freaking smash the bell stack the link <laughs> all that stuff that kids say uh and just to just help out our show because the more we amplify it uh the more advertising opportunities we get and all that money again goes to the nonprofit. so appreciate you guys appreciate this platform as always scott uh love y'all love you raider nation let's go beat the freaking chiefs and uh, <laughs> Happy New Year so far. <laughs> Happy New Year, Murph. We appreciate you being here. We'll see you next week, my friend. All right. Good night, fellas. See you. All right. Okay. So Evan and I are going to come back right after this message. Uh, we'll close out the show. Talk a little bit about the defense. You guys are going nuts about the defense. I'm going to defend the defense. Yes, I know. They lost. I get it. They gave up all those points. And it seemed like they couldn't stop the 49er offense. But I'm going to talk about that with Evan when we come back. You're listening to Silver and Black today in Odyssey Original Podcast. Don't go anywhere.